my name is John Galuska. I am a folklorist, an ethnomusicologist, um, and other stuff, including an urban farmer. But um, I'm supposed to be telling the story of this bean, but I have to tell a little bit more to get to the bean. But um, So I, I do research in Jamaica, and I, I studied Jamaican verbal traditions and musical traditions. Um, that's what I studied as a grad student, and which was cool. And I have friends in Kingston, and I love Jamaica and love Jamaicans. But when I was finishing, toward, toward the end of um, finishing my, my graduate work, I wanted to do something. I started getting more and more interested in gardening. And every, every place we lived, um, the gardens got bigger and bigger. And I just became more interested in food and... Um, uh, I, I decided I wanted to try to take students to Jamaica, but I didn't want them to have to. I didn't want to relive. I didn't want them to relive my experience. So I wanted to take my knowledge of history, Jamaican history and culture and traditions, and then blend it and merge it with um, some sort of sustainability project. And that's that's what I ended up doing. Uh, I've taken nine groups of students to Jamaica. And the, 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 the community, the group that I got connected with, it's a, a farmer's collective in eastern Jamaica, rural eastern Jamaica, who is combining ecotourism and agriculture um, and some other things. But the people, these, this particular part of Jamaica and the, and the farmers have this, um, m many of them are maroons. So these were, they're the descendants of the, resistance fighters um, so as early um, as early as the 1600s even before but in the 1600s and 1700s they fought um, with the British and they actually won the British gave up so this bean that I that I've um, donated given one of brought brought to you guys um, was something um, the places that they survived, the Maroons survived, were in really remote areas, and they, they had to depend on the environment and have a really deep knowledge. And this bean is edible, but when it germinates, it sends up, it sends up a little runner, a vine. It turns into a big vine, and they use the vine for camouflage in their resistance, in their guerrilla warfare against the, the British. So it, it has, for them, it has a, a really deep significance because it's, it was food, it was protection, um, and a lot of people don't don't really know that that deeper story. Tourists come, and they sometimes people get it, and they they'll decorate it, and they'll make little toys. There's some toys they make out of it, but it tastes good, <laughs> and it has this deeper um, cultural um, significance to the people. So I I just um, I just love it. I love I love the way it feels in your in your hand, and I've when I when I take students to Jamaica, I initiate, I initiate them to the, it's an overseas studies program, and they each get a bean as part of their initiation into the program. Um, so anyway, that's, that's kind of the story I told <laughs> this morning that didn't quite make it for one reason or another. Um, well, it sounds great this time, so. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, and it's called Carcoon, so that's, um, it, 
in Jamaica, they, the, the Maroons call it carcoon, but there's a, a lot of other, there's other beans that are like it, that, that some are smaller, some have different shapes, but there's a whole category of beans that float. They're called sea beans. That's, that's my understanding. And they'll float across the ocean. Um, so they're in, they get spread around and they're in some interesting places because they float. 